It's that time of week, folks. Sit back and relax as you join us on Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. I'm John, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Nate Funk. Nate, how's it going, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Looking out the window at the peach blossoms. Uh, peach blossoms. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Starting to feel like spring, kind of, although you guys got snow this week. We did. Uh, got up early Saturday morning. And here we, we had snow falling. I did have friends and family who had accumulation. Um, yeah, middle of May. What? <laughs> yeah. It I, uh, I'll mention the weather with our quote unquote topic. We don't really have a topic for today, but. Uh, well, we I'll, do, I'll, but we don't. Talk about the weather. Yeah, yeah. We do, we do but we don't. We're just, we're just flying today. Um How's your week going on the farm besides the obvious that we'll talk about? Oh, goodness. So, <clears throat> yeah, we uh, we prepped for the show all last week until Saturday. And then we came home, got home late Saturday night. Before we left for the show, we, we gave loot to two does. Mm-hmm. And uh, a yearling and a four-year-old, Addie, anybody who follows our herd page, uh, Half Barn Farm, saw the post, the contest about you know, how many were in there, and she looked huge. Uh, I, guessed it, up, I guessed it right, by the way. Yeah, like a minute after uh, <laughs> it was over. <laughs> Jen, or, Jen or Nate messaged uh, a group chat that we're in and said, oh, she had twin bucks. So I went on their page and said, I'm guessing twin bucks. I guess yeah. you're right, but I didn't win. <laughs> no, we, we had a couple people who did guess it right. We had twin bucks. Gorgeous bucks. Um, <clears throat> you know, we got to contact people who are interested in one of them. We're still trying to decide whether whether we're going to keep one. Um, you know, we'll discuss what would that. happened to Chuck Norris. Well, that's what we got to discuss. We've got to figure out. Um, we'll discuss Chuck here in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the other doe, the yearling, was tiny itty bitty yearling. You, you've you've seen Maggie. You know, she's this tiny doe. Yeah. And she popped out, you know, twin doe kids. Um, So, you know, it was a a very fruitful day, kind of. For sure. On Sunday. And, of course, now here's Monday. We, you know, it rained all day yesterday. And Mm -hmm. then today it stopped. And we have a beautiful sunset. Um, the peach trees are in bloom. Um, yeah, so it's starting trees, to feel like trees. spring. It is. It is. <laughs> How are things down there? It's uh, We've been warm up until about three days prior to Saturday. 
and then it was rainy and cold very very different than what my animals have been used to as far as temperature wise and of course my bucks as i mentioned last week were shaved down so they got to live in the doe barn to just stay nice and warm so they want to get the sniffles before the show uh and move them back down today it's a little bit cool still but they'll they'll be fine yep. and uh yeah we've we've been getting rain which we we needed um i know farmers in our area are starting their first cut of hay already um, oh really oh yeah ours, ours are uh looking at the fields and they're too wet uh, I work in natural resources. We've had a lot of beaver dams break over the past weekend. Um, and, oh, so uh, water everywhere. Yeah, water all over the place here. <laughs> uh, um, my the rivers uncle... are still n- chocolate milk brown. Uh, <laughs> and my, my uncle, he has a farm in Dutchess County uh, that he works on. And it looks like today they decided to try to spread some manure before seeding. And their tanker got stuck, stuck, stuck. Really? So, yeah, probably wasn't. Probably should have made a quick trip out there with a different tractor or something not as heavy to see. But I'm assuming they got it out. I didn't get to see the end result, but uh, it's definitely been wet. <clears throat> and of course, the top soil is always going to be wet first. Um, but yeah, so we're we last week we clipped uh, three does. I have. My age doe, Jem, who's eight, who I didn't clip with a 10 because that would be suicide. <laughs> yeah, it's just, she's too old. And she, gosh, this will she probably be the last like year. No, this will probably be our last year. I've decided breeding her. Um, and it's not because she can't. It's, well, technically, I believe she can't or shouldn't. Um, she just... She's one of those does that she doesn't, have, you know, she doesn't have a parasite load, and but she just can't keep condition on. Now I, I really opened up my wallet for her and the other animals. Uh, my hay guy was out of second cut and on my last trip, and I was feeding them first cut because that's all I could get from him, uh, and it looked like good stuff. But man, they just picked through it and. Yep. really wasted a lot of it and didn't do anybody any favors as far as body condition. I was feeding a lot of uh, different grains to try to supplement the fact that they were losing from that, that growth. And, and we've been wet, so they haven't been on grass too, too, too much. Um, so I opened up my wallet and went to this hay distributor near me who has hundred pound bales of second cut orchard grass from I believe it was either Nebrada of Nebrada Nevada, Nevada. Nebraska. yeah it's a mix between Nevada and Nebraska I can't remember which <laughs> end state it was uh, but it is beautiful hay and I, I mean I would imagine Nebraska yeah well I, I honestly think it was Nevada it might have been Nevada okay man. um okay but it was it's really good stuff really high quality high octane stuff um, and she's been on it for three days now, and she's already starting to pick up more condition than she had been. Uh, so I'm hoping that that'll help. Um, I've cut down her protein quite a bit. And she's not like sickly skinny. She's just not show ready, if that makes sense. 
She just doesn't have that condition that a lot of people have on their animals in the show ring that win. You know, she's she's got she's very dairy to begin with, so she's got right. you know the the open ribs and and it's just when her rumen's not full full, she just looks blah, right? Well, so as as most does will you 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 want that rumen well, full when you're showing them and when they're saw, health, healthy. Yeah. Well, you saw her last year at Sunny Sisters, how her condition looked, and yeah. it wasn't great. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. So, um, the, she strikes me as a doe who takes the food in, her body processes it, it extracts what it wants of it, and it puts it in the milk bucket. Yeah. That's and, exactly what she does. And she's, and that makes a, a doe who's who milks beautifully, very efficient for giving food and, and putting it into the milk bucket. Doesn't necessarily give much for putting a layer of fat on or you know, developing the muscling. And you got to just keep upping and upping. But then that goat, the stomach is only so big. Right. Um, so I would imagine your, your hay has got to help. Um, I know a lot of people test their hay for proteins and, and yeah and such um i mean this stuff yeah. is so crazy i thought i i had to uh double check it triple check it too that it didn't have alfalfa in it because it was so green and and nice i mean well you had to add the show yeah yeah and that was that stuff yeah no that was really it was almost like it almost looked fake green but i know <laughs> right, it like wasn't they, like they sprayed it, was, it with something <laughs> yeah you know you, up here in the northeast sometimes a scotch pine will be yellow in you know october and so to make them look green for christmas trees they'll spray them green with this yeah. dye weird dye and it almost looked like that except it wasn't you could tell that it was just that it had been cut at the right moment processed under the right conditions yeah and dry you know yeah there's not an ounce of dust in it or anything i mean it's just beautiful stuff so i'm happy with that and i got uh my two milking yearlings uh clipped and they look beautiful uh i got mary mac clipped and of course the morning after clipping her i had i saw yeah i had the was that was that a uh what happened well, Do you know, oh, I a hundred percent. So, I mean, I don't know what she caught on, but so I had her in with the milkers with her buddy Nigerian Sophie uh, for the night because I had had the bucks in their stall uh, to stay nice and warm. So I was like, oh, I'll just shuffle around. Everybody should be fine. And of course, Jem is Jem and and likes to push around, but she's not trying to kill them like if they were young kids, like she does with young kids. I mean, she's so mean. Um, but she, they, everybody scatters cause they know, oh, it's Jem and she means business. Right. Um, so I think most likely what happened is because that stall uh, has a pack still, uh, I believe that most likely she caught it on the welded wire, uh, netting. Like it's like the, the gauge netting, the really small squares yeah, yeah, yeah. over the, the, the windows, the dog, the dog fence. Fencing. Oh no 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 no! It's uh it's small. It's um like really tiny squares. Oh, like um they use it to make rabbit cages. 
Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's the... like one. In it, it's half by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have like, I have that over the windows so they don't bust the windows out. Um, like Mary Mac has been known to do. Yes, like she's been known to do. Um, so I have a feeling that she must have caught herself on that wire because the pack is a little bit higher. She might have caught her hind end, and she cut herself probably one inch by a quarter of an inch was the gash. Uh, so I got it cleaned up, and I looked at it uh, the next couple days, and including today, and it looks like it's healing okay. Um, so that's just happens. Goats are goats, right? Livestock like to do so. They are. Things. They are. You just take care of them as well as you can. Sometimes I had a doe they... do that before, too. So Yeah. <laughs> Growing up, we did, and uh, we, I mean, I've seen... I've seen that on the other end too, where they get it on the face or something. Yeah, I had uh, one get it on her brisket right before, like the day before we left for Dutchess County Fair, and it was a good gash. I don't know what she caught it on, but um, yeah, it was. And 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 I have like I noticed Mary Mac also had a fresh bite wound. I don't know if it uh, rodent got her on the tail or not fresh. I shouldn't say fresh. Looked like it was healing. Um, or if uh, somebody bit their tail, I know uh, Minerva's been known to bite at uh, Paige's tail, so it's just yeah. silly goats, right? <laughs> well, and, and they they keep keep you guessing. Um, oh yeah, and you can only do so much. Um, and I, I'll say for us when we're putting up a new pen, or even if we've like put somebody into a, new, a pen that they haven't been in before. I really kind of sometimes feel like, you know, you're child-proofing the pen. You go through <laughs> and you're, you're looking and like, are there any nails that are, are sticking out or wire? And, and you, you do that. You can only do that so many times every day. and Something's going to bound to you know, bend or get so it's sticking out a little bit and, and oh, don't yeah. get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, this, now we have this a, Thursday. We haven't even... Yeah, Thursday. I was gonna say this this Thursday I'm, I plan on cleaning out the uh, barn again, and and after this show week, probably next week on my days off, I'm going to convert that into the a free stall, so it'll give everybody more room oh. to run around and and get away from each other if they want to. I mean, it's it's a nice long building, so it'll be nice for them to just you know hang out. Sure. Right in in lounge, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I was gonna say, what else was going on at your place this week? Oh, uh, not, nothing really. Just prepping for a show. I'm waiting for my uh, clipper blades to come tomorrow, uh, a four and a five. Uh, so that's what. If I decide to bring Jem, I haven't decided if she's going to the show yet or not. I'll clip her with that. I believe. You, you know that worked. Uh, you know, a lot of people have seen the pictures of uh, Leocadio on the uh, Facebook page. We used a three-eighths inch uh, grooming comb mm-hmm. on, on a quarter-inch blade. Gave him a nice half-inch hair. So he wasn't quite slick shorn. Gave him a little bit to keep warm. Right. Um, so... Uh, yeah, no, that's that's an excellent idea. Uh, going yeah. to the four or five, um, 
Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be probably the four. But also, uh, hello, I've been clipping animals for how long that I've known you, Nate, and you give me this tip that you've been holding for yourself, like the pirate that you are. Yar. And you're like, oh, you know what really works? Because you saw how spotty my bucks were at the show, which we'll get to. <laughs> you're like, oh, if you uh, if you clip them when they're wet, it seems to work for us. I'm like, does it ruin the blades? No, ours seem to stay sharp. So blah, blah, blah. I'm like, where were you, sir? You know, I understand it's a competition and you want to keep things close to the vest. But excuse me? Actually, you know what? We uh, we got that one from Brandy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Apparently, it's just a closed uh, sisterhood of traveling pants for you guys. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, do you see how spotty these bucks look right now? They could have used another week of hair growth. <laughs> but what are you going to do? So, uh, yeah, but that, that was my week. Uh, maybe we should move into some Attica news before we start going off about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, really, it seems like it was a pretty quiet week as far as Adga goes, which, thank God, like we could all use a break from all the Adga news. Um, now, I do want to touch on, I mentioned last week that I messed up tattoos on kids. So I sent in their registrations over like overnighted it, spent like 40 bucks to send it in. And we got today, you know, I put rush on it and paid to rush for the rush fee for changing that. And um, yeah, I got the stamp duplicates today. So it was like less than three business days and they were able to do that for me. So thank you everybody at the office for uh, rushing that. So I can show these two kids this weekend and beat the pants off of uh, Nate and Jen. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we're, we're doing it again. You thought I was down, but I'm up, buddy. Good, good. Uh, well, I, I don't know, you know, add good news. There was uh, <laughs> today uh, I saw that the standard operating procedure was cut, was posted for linear appraisal. Yep. Um, you know, there's some of it is kind of the stuff we've been doing for the past year, you know, six foot distancing, wearing the mask, um, you know, yeah. others yeah, is a, pr- a little different. John, what do you got? Well, I just want to go through real quick. Cause I know a lot of our listeners are looking forward to appraisal, um, appraisers and handlers, uh, shall wear, Masks and maintain a physical distance of six feet as much as possible uh, for the tattoo check, um, stature and rump measurements, all that good stuff that they do. Uh, the appraiser or handler will not converse, meaning, hey, let's not talk in each other's distance and, and spread anything potentially. Also, if anybody, if you or your family uh, is feeling ill, um, don't go. Like, yeah. like hello. If you if you have any symptoms of COVID, don't go to the appraisal. I mean, that's that should just be a no brainer. Um, um, but yeah, children. basically, it's just masks and yeah. physical, you know, keeping a physical distance of uh, six feet or less at, as much as possible. Um, and then only owners of animals are to be present. So like groups and small children are not yep. recommended. 
Um, so it sounds like if, you know, when, if we get appraisal like myself, uh, I'll be going solo, which is fine. Um, I'm just happy to have it. Well, and I think uh, that's so there... in there because <clears throat> traditionally people would say, Hey, you know, come on over. It's fun to watch. And yeah. You'll learn a lot and you do learn a lot, but this year we need to be a little more careful. Right. Um, they're, they're also recommending a hand-washing station uh, that should be set up nearby. Foods and drinks should not be provided at the session. So, hello, if you're going to uh, any place to get your animals appraised, if, if you're going to be there for a while, bring your own food. Uh, pack a nice cooler of Diet Cokes and sandwiches or whatever. <laughs> well, um, you know, in, in that, yeah. Uh, I also think they said something about only one herd at the appraisal site. I think that means the exact location mm-hmm. that they're doing the appraisal. Like, don't bring your animals up in queue if you're from a different herd. But to still have your, like, let's say you and I are being appraised. Right. And if I'm being appraised, you keep your animals at the trailer until I'm done. And my animals are put away. I, can, I should still have my animals ready to have a good flow to the appraisal session. But once I'm done, I need to get my animals out of there and away so you can then bring your animals in and be appraised. I right. think that's how, yep. what they mean. Yeah, I, I believe so as well. Um, and also, uh, if at any time the, the appraiser feels unsafe with how the session is going and, and they can you know, cancel it basically. Uh, so just anybody that's a little bit more relaxed, which a lot of people are relaxed these days because, you know, we have vaccines and all this stuff, but just be mindful that, Hey, if, if an appraiser doesn't feel comfortable, everybody's different. Maybe, maybe wear your mask and abide by these rules. So that way you can get your animals appraised. Um, and yeah, just, Everything's just basically, you know, covering CDC guidelines and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, it's it, appraisal is important to everybody. So I'm sure everybody's going to take it seriously so they don't um, end up having their animals not appraised. Uh, so, yeah, it's just good to see that the rules are coming out. That means that we're one step closer to having appraisal schedule sent out to us and all that good stuff. And I'm going to encourage anyone who is being appraised or hosting or transporting to a site, read these rules, know them. Um, You know, if you're on Facebook, there's a link. I think District 3 posted it. Um, I think it's in most of the districts. Uh, Read them, get to know them if you're going to be appraised. Mm -hmm. It it really, it it sounds worse. I think it's going to be not as bad. We spent most of a show on Saturday, all of us wearing masks. Um, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And I also uh, want to mention quick, because I saw this on our District 2 page, uh, there is apparently a new Dairy Goat uh, magazine uh, coming out called Dairy Ooh. Goat <clears throat> Dairy Goat Living uh, Premier Magazine. Um and it is the premier dairy goat magazine. Uh, it looks like they're going to be featuring certain breeds every month. Um, so we'll see 
how that goes. I, I'm kind of interested, you know, I've mentioned, I don't know if I've mentioned on here, but I've gotten into the old Dairy Goat journals and trying to find them. Uh, and I find them on e- uh, eBay every once in a while uh, for a decent price. But then I also find like, you know, an old, you know, say 1973, 12 or 11 um, magazine year uh, for like 200 bucks. And I'm like, well, I don't need it that bad. <laughs> but um, So I, I think it would be cool to get something like that going again for the community. I know a lot of people stay away from magazines these days because we have the interwebs. Uh, but yeah, I might, if I hear good things about that, I might check it out. Um, well, I think a I lot just of love us... looking at the old ones, you know, the old Dairy Goat journals. It's oh, the classic, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are missing the the uh, United Ukraine News, but mm-hmm. hopefully this we'll we'll find out more. You know, time will tell. Maybe we'll have the person coming out with that on here to you know give us more information about it. Yeah, that'd we'll be see. cool. Uh, Who is so, it? Yeah, so that's really yeah. I don't, I don't know. Who I don't know. I don't that's know like. either. Again, we'll have to find out more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they have an inquiry uh, email, so I might, you know, I might give them, reach out to them, and see what's up. Um, anyway, that's really it for Aga news. Like I said, I'm kind of thankful for that. Uh, everything's been so crazy lately. I feel like we've been harping. So they're still working on NG. There's improvements every day. They just did a big update the other day and now uh i guess we'll just uh keep our head down and keep going and our topic this week really there is no topic we're just talking about our weekend and how it went and what we saw and what what we thought of while we were there Um, we didn't we decided not to record just because it ended up being quite a long day um the rings did move fairly quickly but i mean i left at what was that nate 7 38 o'clock at night and you guys still had to do yeah. best in show in the last ring. Yeah. Yep. So it was uh it was a long one. Yeah, we got home about eleven. Um with three kids that, that make I mean get home, have to do chores yet, do milking. Um made for a late night. Um Yeah, I don't I got home probably at ten thirty and I crush through chores you know the nice thing about getting late with from a buck show is you get to go home and i mean i milked at four o'clock in the morning that morning anyway um but you get to go home and then you have show ready udders that you get to look at so it made made me excited for this coming up weekend at the ultima doe show that's going on the eastern new york classic um it, it it was cool to come home and just see that. It wasn't fun to milk all that milk out, <laughs> you know, taking longer than usual. Yeah, we we, we filled the milk bucket, um, which was good because we, we used up all our uh, m- milk for feeding the kids and kind of gave us a little bit of buffer for the coming week. But but then the next morning it was gone, right? Like, you know, you milk a normal time the for next the morning part. and you get like – three-fourths the milk you usually get. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're all like, oh, oh, you're trying to dry us off. Oh, okay. So we had to milk a few of them a little extra. Um, uh, some of them we still have to go out and milk a little extra. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's all good. Um, you know, so, uh, I know, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'd say, you know, 
we got up. Actually, you know, the girls and I got up. We were in the truck loaded on the way. You know, we felt like we slept in to five. You know, I'd say slept into five. We left at five. So we were up at 3.30 or 4 and uh, loaded up, headed out, got to the show about 7.30. Um, we had everything loaded for the night before. We just needed to get the box. Um, but before we could load the box, we had to do the rest of the chores. Jen and Jamie stayed home to do the milking. They got there about an hour later than we did. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's just the getting, how you get together, you know, for these shows that are only about two and a half hours away. Uh, I know a lot of our friends are traveling eight hours and I, we haven't quite figured that out here. We're, we're spoiled. <laughs> yeah, we are. We... So anyway, so it, you know, we got up a bit early. We got chores done. We got the box loaded, headed out, and we got to the show, you know, about half an hour before, you know, before they wanted us to, but that's about when we wanted to be there so we could figure out pens and parking and, and Yeah, such. Thanks, for, thanks for saving me a pen by you, by the way. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, it, it, they have the pen set up in a two, you know, along the outside of the barn there. So trying to save a pen for like three or four different people that, and I know you like that one set of pens over on the other side. That's fine. I get it. Brett's your favorite. That's fine. Ah, uh, well, you know, here we go. He was already <laughs> there. Um, actually I was more concerned trying to find a place to get a pen for my father. Uh, well, it's fine, you know. You don't hold any allegiance to me, you know. We're just acquaintances, <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, we got we got there. Uh, I don't know, seven thirty. I think we got there, and just we decided to throw the two kids that we brought. We brought a buck kid to show, an experimental buck kid as a buddy. Had signs up trying to sell them at the show. That didn't work out at all. No bites on that, uh, <laughs> and. Well, I- yeah, I was going to say, and uh, we decided to keep the mature boys, Orion and Vasco, so we kept them in the trailer because it was colder than it, <laughs> a lot colder than it was at home. So uh, it, when we, I, we stopped, they were shivering and I was like, okay, let's put shirts on you and keep you in the uh, trailer and the trailer warmed up after, you know, probably a half hour and they were good. I tried to warn you about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to send it sometimes and make them look terrible, you know? So, uh, they were so shaggy, man. There was no saving it. And they were so gross underneath, you know? They get that buck funk over the window. They get that dry skin, and it's not mites, but it might as well be how dry it is. Gosh. Um, I mean, there were some bucks there that were much more gross than mine, but... Uh, yeah. their hair at least looked decent. Mine were just patchy. Their hair didn't grow back the way it should have, and blah. They they looked like they'd fought you on the club job. They actually didn't. That's the thing, man. Like I don't know. They didn't. They just stood. They stood there like rocks. The only one that fought me was Orion when it came to feet, or not even feet. It was his tail. 
of all things, you know, exit <laughs> only. He doesn't want anything going near his butt, right? So, uh, <laughs> but it was just, it was a day. Uh, we had fun. We, you know, our buck kid that we brought, he ended up going, I guess, reserve grand for juniors, which you know doesn't mean a heck of a lot because there wasn't that many juniors there. But I mean, he he did go reserve uh, twice, I believe, and. Uh, you know your boy Chuck Norris there. He did pretty well for himself, and I think he and, did okay. He held his yeah. own. Yeah, and and Brett he uh, he squeaked out a reserve win with his uh, boy Sven there from Van Just. So that's yep, cool. yep. He did. He um, got a uh, in ring four under uh, Cindy Shelley. He got a reserve, um, and uh, reserve champion. Um, yep. It, and uh, that was, I think, his first Adco Rosette yeah, ever. Yeah. Hey, he got an um, Obrosley ribbon before me. Good job. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Uh, I'm, I'm just being silly. Uh, yeah. No, now, you guys funny. had you guys had a day. I want to get right into that uh, because you guys did something that not a lot of two-year-olds do. Uh, so go ahead and explain what kind of day you guys had. Um. You don't well, have to be all braggy. Like we're not going to come off braggy here, right? You know, so, I, I don't. So, want, I don't want people to think that you're full of yourself or we, anything. We did. We did fairly well. Yeah. Um, so we have. We brought uh, Leocadio to the show. The our uh, spotlight sale buck, bred by uh, Brandy Chicano and Just. Um, and uh, what? Chicano. 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 You know, sorry, saying Leocadio. Sorry, Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chiquino. Anyway, uh, we uh, we brought him, and uh, he won in the first string, and we're like, "Yes, wow, that's good." And then he won in the second ring, and like, "Whoo!" And then he won in the third ring, and it's like, "Wow." And and that was just kind of a, a pretty cool thing, and then we realized we had to stick around for best in show in all three of those rings, and uh, oh, boo hoo, boo hoo, boo hoo, and then he ended up uh, um, going best in show in the third ring. Yeah. Um, so, so, so on the out, outside looking in, <clears throat> on my perspective. Uh, it's funny because, you know, we always say, oh, Leocadio versus uh, uh, Orion and, you know, joke around about that. And I build it up in my head uh, and I see Leocadio sitting there uh, when we first got there. I said, well, today's going to be a day for us, boys. And, uh, and when I say that, I mean, it's going to be a rough go uh, because he's just... For a two-year-old, he's the size of a four- or five-year-old. I mean, he's just such a impressive boy when you look at him in person. And, and he's he's well-bred, and man, does his, does his confirmation prove it. I mean, his pedigree is definitely uh, in line with the way he looks. Uh, so congratulations to you guys. Um, now, I throughout the day, <clears throat> I, I still had that glimmer of hope that, oh, maybe we'll be able to squeeze a rosette in here, and it just didn't work out. And I want to talk about real quick about the the show season or after show blues that people can get after shows yep. and 
And man, did I go through it, Nate. I really, uh, the whole way home was just kicking myself in the pants for, for using a 10 on my boys and, and not giving them, you know, a proper uh, representation of what they are. <clears throat> um, you know, confirmation wise, you can't fix that, but you can make them look a little bit prettier than what I represented them in the ring with. Uh, they looked a little patchy, um, a little rough. Uh, they still looked beautiful. I mean, they, they're still gorgeous animals. Um, they just didn't have it. It wasn't their day. You know, they, they, my boys need a lot of time to mature and I know that, but on the way home, uh, I think anybody that had a, a, a whooping uh, where they thought, I mean, every, let's face it, you're not in it for the ribbons, but at the same time, you, you have that glimmer of hope in your back of your head that, oh, that would be really cool and blah, blah, blah. And just think about it um, on the way home, man, I was just really questioning everything that I was doing. And, and I, I'm sure there's listeners out there listening right now that are like, yeah, I've been through that. Um, and it's a thing, uh, especially myself. I'm, I'm super competitive, but not to the point where that's what I expect. Um, but that said, um, that competitiveness that I just innately have in me, uh, can sometimes be my worst enemy. Like I know what I'm doing. I know what I've got in my barns and, uh, it's just, it's just a time thing, which is, something I've never been patient about. Um, so I just want I just want people to know that, you know, if you have after, after show blues, like uh, I did for the last two days where I was boohooing and, and questioning myself, uh, you're, you know, I do it. I'm sure you do it. Everybody oh, does yeah. it. You know, you're not alone. Um, but it was just, <laughs> gosh, man, I was like, that played out a lot differently than my barn blind, my bucks you know played out in my head it, it just all played differently um and they look a lot smaller when you shave them with a 10 i'll tell you that much <laughs> well and, and unfortunately there was one photo i think tyranny shared it with us where they look a lot smaller when they're stuck between you know louis cardio and then louis louis was there too and then there's yeah. Orion between the two of them, and Louis Louis a big buck in his own right, mm-hmm. and uh, and then well, the Cadio. And I mean, my bucks held their own pretty well, especially Vasquez for a year, uh, one year old buck. Uh, he I think did he quite was first well. In most of your, right? he, he got first in uh, three out of the four rings, um, and he he he's a gorgeous one year old, and as he matures, I think he'll do better. Honestly, buck shows to me, and this was me going in knowing this. I just don't know why I got the blues all of a sudden. But, you know, uh, buck shows to me are supposed to be fun. Uh, it's everybody. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what kicks, the, the you know, at least in our area. That's really one of the first shows that people in our area go to. And it really knocks that rust off. And, and you're looking at people's animals and, and, and their bucks. And you're like, cool. You know, that's a really nice buck. And you, the cool thing is. The next week, most of those same people are coming to the doe show. Yep. So you get to see those bucks progeny the next week. It's really cool. Um, it's a really fun show. I, I like buck shows. I mean, I wouldn't make a habit out of just showing bucks at all. Man, did I stink at the end of the day. But it, Oh, I think everybody really did. Fun. Everybody Ooh. did. You know, I, I think one of the things I love about the buck show actually is that is it is that first show of the season for mm-hmm. us here in the Northeast. Um, or one of them, and yeah, you say knock the rust off, but it's also like, especially this year, 
there was like family reunion. People you hadn't seen now in two years. Mm-hmm. You're seeing some of them. You're picking up the conversation like you just left them five minutes ago. Yeah. You know, um, and it really kind of reminded me of why we're doing this podcast. You know, you know, oh, for sure. And we stood around looking at the box and the animals in the show ring. That Sonnen. Oh, my god! That Araby Sonnen buck. Huge, monstrous beast. He went best in show in two rings. The gentleman that was showing him was a good probably six or seven inches taller than me. And, and the, that buck came up to his, at least his belly button. Yeah. It was, it was a huge Sonnen buck. I mean... Massive, I see he's late 300 gorgeous. pounds. Oh, I mean, gorgeous. He's the nice thing about seeing, like, I can appreciate other breeds. I know we're over hostly, over hostly, over hostly, but the that Sonnen, man, he it's nice to see a, a correct buck that has that just massive length and height and width and just depth. And it's cool to see something like that where you, know, you got this huge buck, and usually you think huge buck or huge doe. And you think poor feet and poor legs. This guy had it all, man. Oh, there was nothing was, lacking in him. It was yeah, cool. He was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> they finished him in two rings. And then they had this equally impressive, you know, younger buck. Yeah, I think he was like maybe one or two. And he yeah. was still massive. I was like, now, I will say, I held a Nubian for somebody. And... It took all my strength to keep him contained. I mean, you saw me struggling with. Oh him. well, Ooh, yeah. Just... Well, the, you know, did that collar help though? Uh, the prong collar definitely was helping. It could have used a link out, um, but yes. he. Uh, it, it made me appreciate my quiet over Housley. That's for sure. <laughs> that sitting there, I mean. By the third and fourth ring, my boys were firecrackers anyway. They were, they were like a thoroughbred waiting to start the race, man. You could just feel that energy uh, oh, it, coursing through them. By by the fourth ring, my junior buck was – he was done. He didn't want to stand still. He didn't want to – he didn't care. You know, yeah. He was done. And I, I think it showed, you know, with how he did. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he – one junior champion in three rings and the fourth one, he was done. Um, so I did see a couple of things. First of all, uh, we mentioned the last couple of weeks how uh, don't wait until the day of the show to tattoo. Well, I ended up having to assist somebody uh, tattoo a buck. Um, at the show. At the show and use my strength to try to hold him still since there wasn't a milk stand in sight. Um, and that was interesting. Uh, I definitely can appreciate not tattooing the day of show now. Like, ex- like, especially I did get a little bit of green on my, my show lights. <laughs> um, and, and that, and really had to like, I'm a large fellow, I would say, and I'm fairly, fairly strong, uh, and really had to use my mustard on keeping him still for them. Um, but we got, got it done. Uh, I also want to talk about real quick, Nate, and then we can talk about whatever you want to talk about the weekend because it was such a fun show. Um, let's talk about hiding faults on your animals purposely. Oh, uh, you know, there, there's there are th- times when like, okay, you know, they hock in a little and as you set them up, you kind of do a little turn, 
you know, a little turn mm-hmm. to make them not look so hocked in. You know they're a little road, so you pinch them down a little bit more. I think that that you know we we see that often, but like you know positioning yourself so that you know that that wing shoulder doesn't jut out or or uh, covering uh, a major skirt on a on a head or or. Holding or hiding down. anything, hiding just just hiding anything purposefully that um, would, in most situations, probably put the animal at the end of the line. Um, but, hiding a, a major fall, right? Yeah, a major we did see fall. a couple of those, but um, uh, I it, think the judges caught. I think most of them. Yes, uh, thankfully they did, but I just. I here's my thought on that. I don't care if you hit your animal has a thought of a fault. Um, you do you. That's your animal. You wanna you wanna do whatever. Fine. Uh, the one thing that kind of irritates me when it comes to that is when somebody is knowingly like, ba- like obviously they don't like that fault on their animal, and they're knowingly trying to hide it. If you're trying to hide it, why are you even using that animal in your breeding program? Like if that's that big of a deal that you have to try to hide it, then why? Why are you hide like? Why are you using them? Yeah, get well, especially with the bucks, especially with the bucks. Yeah. you so know, it's just it it, uh, it irritated me, and uh, your wife Jen could probably agree that I was surely. Oh, it was obvious from across the ring. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm standing on one side of the ring, outside the show ring. I'm looking across the show ring, and I see you. And your thoughts were visible on your face. <laughs> and I had a mask on. Um, I, here's Everyone had a mask on. Like I said, I don't care what you do with your animal. That Do you do you. But if you're trying to be deceiving, that's just... It, it well, sits it, wrong with me. It really does. Like, why why even do that? So, the, I, I do go back to that idea. If there's that much of a fault that it's, you know it's going to be a problem in the show ring... And you're raising show animals. The that's not an animal you want to use in your breeding program. Yeah, um, that's where I would go. And you know we've seen it. And I don't know whether that you know they, those animals are you know the you know a few of those that we saw are brought purely for numbers or what or why they're brought. You know. Um, but you got to ask yourself why, why? And it, it really doesn't affect me any. I'm just glad that it was caught. Um, yeah. And, and I'm sure the person doing it is well aware that maybe they shouldn't have been trying to be deceiving. Who knows? Anyway, besides that, it was a fun weekend. I mean, my daughter, dude, my, can we just take a second to... Praise my my wife and daughter for having such a great day, and oh. she was an absolute angel all day, all day, all I day. Mean, and your daughter was, was too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was the my favorite part of the day was the first couple rings, probably the second ring I was in. Um, 
Tierney had her in, we've got like this collapsible high chair that she can sit in. It's like yep. basically like, you know, a folding chair, but for babies. And yeah. so she's sitting in there and I'm showing Vasquez and I just hear, yeah, nah, nah, as I'm in the ring, just yelling out to me. And I was like, this is the cutest thing ever. I mean, she really was great. I think she cried once because she was hungry. Yeah. And, you know, the worst thing that happened to her is she got a little bit of, uh, uh, irritation on her chin from turning her she was on tyranny's chest facing tyranny most of the day and just turning and looking at everything and all the animals and the people and (laughs) her poor chin was a little red but besides that i mean she had a wonderful day and it was it felt good to have the family out and do something like that you know it did it was it was great to just be there um i know that you know for this show there's a crew of people who just they get together the week before the show. They put up all the pens. And there wasn't uh, that many people this year, and they did a wonderful job. And I tried did. getting off for that Wednesday to help them out. You know, it's a Wednesday. It's a. I wish they would have done it like the weekend prior just to be able to do it. Maybe they couldn't, but um, I feel like they'd get more help if they decided to do it on a weekend. Um, right. Well, my thought is, you know, in, in a – I try to volunteer in any way we can, you know, whether we can hold animals for other people, whether we can get drinks for people, mm-hmm. you know, I think with these shows, any way you can volunteer and help those who are doing uh, the bulk of the work with the volunteering, you know, do it. Um, I've noticed that with a lot of our shows, the people who are organizing them either are older or life is just catching up to them and they need a break uh any way any way you can volunteer and help at these shows maybe being a ring steward maybe being a show secretary maybe offering to help in a you know more a leadership role anything you can do um when we have only we have a lot of shows here in the northeast but I do feel like we're losing some shows. Um, yeah. Well, this show, every year it seems like it's a cry for help to to get animals in for the buck show. And this year we had like over 108, I believe, animals which, in the ring. Which for this show is a record. Uh, yeah. I'm sure other areas of the of the country, it's, it's piddling. But for the <laughs> Northeast, uh, a buck show with 108 bucks is a good number. Um, yeah. here's, here's an idea for people that uh, put on shows uh, and I'm, maybe some of these some people know of this but it's really cool at that show I like uh, the fact that you know, they have a 4-H'er uh, that raises money for their club uh, by cleaning pens if, if somebody wants to uh, pay 5 bucks I think I paid 10 bucks for my, my pen just to give them a little extra Um but at the end of the show, instead of having to clean your own pen, this kid's like, all right, five bucks, I'll clean it out for you. Yeah, yeah, and he was pretty efficient. By the time we were leaving, he had a quarter of the barn done already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he here he is. He's raising money for his 4-H club. Um, I know I usually look for somebody at these shows who's doing that. Anytime I have to use a, a pen at a show, I, I'm more than happy to – support a local club um in doing that so um i think it's a great idea um but i think it should be 
voluntary. I don't think it should be a, uh, you're required to pay a pen fee. Um, but if you're not going to clean the pen, you should pay for it. Yeah, I know some shows, I think uh, Brandy's Fuzzy Show, they do, uh, if you want to use a pen, uh, there's a fee because most of the people don't clean up after themselves. Yep. And there she was, Mother's Day, uh, cleaning out pens. With, with uh, her daughters. With her daughters <laughs> and killing it, you know, the beasts that they are. Uh, but yeah, that, it was really cool. That I mean, that kid was so cool, man. He just, he was like, oh, thank you so much. It's like, hey, thank you, man. You're doing yeah. a great job. He was very polite, too. Yeah, very well-spoken kid. You know, um, you, we touched on it. The, the, the thing I love about large shows, like, now, for us, for me at least, and one of the reasons I love uh, this show is we don't see many of these other exhibitors or these other animals. Because uh, we're here in central New York, and we have a different group of people that we show against. And it's one of the things I love about the show is we're against herds we're not we don't normally see. Um, mm-hmm. Saw some beautiful Nigerians. Uh, oh yeah, you know, uh, and then uh, I've mentioned the Sanans. Um, you know, it, it just it, it was a really cool show, a lot of fun. I noticed we didn't have any sables or Guernseys. Um, no, and sables aren't really. There's not. I don't believe many sable breeders in New York. Well, I think I know of one. I, I know of two. One of them was a judge for the show. Right, right. Um, and then the other one, I think, was. I think I remember hearing she was occupied for this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, life life happens. Yeah, so, sure does. <laughs> so I mean, and that, those are the two that I know of in New York. Um, yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, in the future we'll get more Sables and Guernseys involved. I know I actually have to call Joan Stump <laughs> this week and uh, figure out, I, I guess we have a doe that's, doe kid, at least one that's uh, ours. Uh, I haven't really <laughs> got any information. Besides, I, I, I learned from a different person that wasn't the breeder on what doe I was getting. I was like, all right. Oh, wow, that's gotta, cool. <laughs> It was cool. Is another Guernsey breeder? They're like, you're gonna love this. Here's pictures of the sire's dam's udder and blah blah blah. His daughters and I was like, oh sweet, thank you. Uh, (laughs) It's cool. Well, I know Um, Joan doesn't do social media much, you know, so she she's a little uh, she can be a bit to get hold of. Uh, I just gotta take the time and call her. It's been hectic, and I'll call her this week and. I'll probably give an update on the podcast uh, on what. Well, you go to pick it up. We're doing. Try to get into Hal's garage. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a, a John Deere tractor collector. Well, I and I don't mean the it. new ones. I don't mean the new ones. The older, the better. Oh, nice. And well, uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can get Swindle to get my friend Nate. Um, you might know him. Uh, to come down with me, and maybe we'll do a Guernsey episode with her. Oh, thing is, I, I um between the two of them, you're not going to get a word in edgewise. Well, I hear I that really Nate guy anyway. talks a bit. He does a little bit, uh, and 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 probably for the better, keeps me a little bit quieter. <laughs> uh, sorry, folks, yeah. I need to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think. 
I think it was just all in all, it was a great weekend. Uh, I had my friend Kyle come and help me, and that was a godsend. Like he really helped me out there, and and it, just to see everybody again in the show ring, it was just it was just a fun time. So, um, I th- what? I was going to say, I think we can really wrap it up if you had any final thoughts before. Well, you know, one of the do. things I was was thinking about was, and now here's a question. I think it actually made it to a, a, a board of board committee or something this past fall. The idea of champion challenges for buck shows. Uh, I would prefer not to see Lee Acadio in the ring ever again. <laughs> oh, come on! Listen, one butt whooping's enough. Let my guy have his day in the sun, huh? It's going to happen. Two years. In two years, I'll be having a post like that, I hope. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe, maybe I won't. <laughs> it, well, it depends what the old. next... Yeah, well, you know... That's fine. <laughs> so it's a, we'll no, see. It was, we'll see. It was a fun day filled with f- friendly competition. It's spending time with people we haven't seen in forever, and man, if that's not what I needed, I, I really it, this year I suffer a lot with myself in my head, um, which will be a topic another time. Um, but to be able to just see everybody. Really, just took a lot of weight off my shoulders and made me feel human again. So it was it was a really fun weekend. It really was. Um, you know, it, it gets you thinking. I'll admit, we've already started looking at uh, breeding plants, uh, <laughs> trying to figure things out there. Everybody's uh, being bred to Leocadio, including his daughters. <laughs> it's just no, Leocadio, no, Leocadio, no, no, Leocadio. No. <laughs> you guys are gonna be. It's gonna be so Leo heavy. <laughs> No, we're looking at trying to do a little bit more AI, and you know we've got some some breeding we might try again to try to get a different result. Uh, you know, you know we got the doe, we wanted the buck, we wanted the buck, we got the does. I think that happened <laughs> yeah. with everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw some bucks, um, saw bucks that we liked the result of. You know how they looked. Um, you know, we were we had the unique opportunity of seeing a buck we had sold two years ago, and uh, he was in the ring against Leo, and uh, that would be Louie. Yeah, and he did well. He, he did well. Pan- he beat the pants off of Orion too. So there's that. Sorry, John. <laughs> Well, you know, the way to think about this is Louis Sire, you know, took it back two years ago. Um, Yeah. That'd be King. Uh, No, listen, I know what I have in my barn. And even though I beat myself up on the way home and, you know, a couple days after about it, uh, I have to, I had to just reflect and realize that we all work with certain lines. Things grow differently, right? And um, things mature slower than others. It's just the way it is. And you've got to look at your buck as far as 
what do you what changes do you want him to make in your herd? Not every buck is a show ring buck. Right. Not exactly. every buck is gonna be a champion buck in the show ring, but his daughters might be. Well, I was gonna say, we're gonna find out what they've got when their daughters hit the ring this uh this this weekend. So um now I don't know what we're going to do. Are we due for a guest? Like, do we have a guest coming up? I forget. I got to look on my calendar here. Um, we, we'll check the calendars. I don't think we have a guest. We might we might try to beg and plead on one on the weekend and see if we can and scrounge well, one up. I am off on Sunday, by the way. I took the, the so I have everybody. I have John is off on Sunday, up. so you can plague him with gazillion uh, messages. Well, they can plague uh, me whenever. I'm always available. 4 a.m. Uh, 4 a.m., folks. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll message you when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going on this week. I honestly, like, we really wanted to do an episode at the show. But, man, it's not like if we were sh- if I was showing one breed at this coming up show maybe but it's just gonna be something i think i think that's the, <laughs> that's what we, i mean the plan had been to do one this past weekend but what we both found out in trying to do it was man it takes a lot of you know just you're you we have one breed i'm showing one you know just the over Hasley box but you've got multiple rings and you're helping you know, this breeder over here, you're showing new yeah. over here, you're holding Sonnens here, or Alpines over here, mm-hmm. you know, you're helping someone with a raffle table up there. And if you've got children, then you're dealing with children. Yeah. Um, so we, we'll figure it out. Um, In the future, I would like to do it at some show. Uh, it's just maybe it'll be nationals next year. Who knows? <laughs> We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll have a, a we'll see. Yeah. Um anyway, I think this is a good spot to stop. Uh everybody that's out there that listens, that's a mother, happy uh belated Mother's Day. That's why this came out late. Um and Nate, did you want to add something? No, again, you know, happy belated Mother's Day. Um show season has started. Um I think actually the one last thought and maybe it's a thought for you too john is you know we we echo it amongst ourselves is when you're in the show ring and you're not doing as well as you think you ought to be doing it's one person's opinion of a set of animals on that given day that moment right that's all it is it, you could have an animal that was national champion play second because that judge likes the other animal better. For some reason, that animal, that given moment, looked better to that person. Yeah, I, I agree so, with that 100%. And, and again, congratulations to everybody at that show uh, that did well. Um, you know, it was hard-fought day, and, and man – there was some pretty awesome bucks out there. So uh, congratulations to everybody. Um, but that said, everybody, this has been Ringside, an American Dairy Go podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Later.
Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.